Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SIMPLE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SIMPLE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SIMPLE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. And now an update on what some analysts and reporters are calling the Great Resignation and the upside of it all. As many as 44% of workers are leaving their 9-to-5s behind and looking for life hacks to make up the difference in income as they pursue other jobs. And as that number grows, so have downloads of an app called Upside. It's a free app for cash back on gas, groceries, and at restaurants. Can an app like Upside really make a difference? You bet. With Upside, users can earn an average of $96 a year. And it works at all the big gas brands like Shell, BP, Valero, Philips 66, Circle K, etc. And at favorite local grocers and restaurants. Everyone's got to drive and eat, right? If you want to get in on this life hack, we have a promo code for you. Head to the App Store or Google Play and download Upside. Enter code HACK to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use code HACK. Good morning, listeners. How are you? This is Jim the Keys, bartender, coming to you from Key Largo. It is a beautiful day. It's nice and cool. We're looking at mid-70s. We had a little front move in into some dry air. It's a pleasure. I hope you're doing well from wherever you are. It says we're in a kind of a little, uh, I guess there's a slowness going on here because we're in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. They call the week between Christmas and New Year's Hell Week. Uh, there's so many people down here for it. If you think about it, in the continental United States, there's a couple places that are uh, warm and temperate, and they, the Keys are one of them. I mean, I guess you got Hawaii, got and other places, but uh, we we get our share. We do get our share, and even though. You know, we expected a kind of a busy weekend. We didn't get we didn't get that busy a weekend. We did all right though, and we're still open. The restaurant, the catch restaurant at one oh two. If you're ever in the area, please come and see us. We get a lot of our snowbirds coming back. That's a real interesting scenario when you have the snowbirds coming back for someone like me. The problem with me and snowbirds is I don't remember the last time I seen people. Sometimes it seems like it could have been a week. It could have been eight months. I, mean, I, I have this time 
dysplasia, I guess you call it dysphagia, aphasia, something, where I'm not sure when the last time I spoke to someone. I know, it sounds kind of weird. And uh, they come in, and if I don't make a big deal, they're coming in. It could lead people to think that they're, what would you call it? Like they're not important to me. And they are. I just think maybe because they're for the forefront of my mind all the time. Like some of these regulars I really, we talk about, we think about. When we talk about we talk about it in a nice way. We have friends from New York coming in. Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Jen and, who is it? Jen and uh, Desiree. Snowbirds. They're going to be here shortly. We have Steve and Doug. Doug's the guy. He's real gravelly voice. Um, they're two brothers. They come down here. And uh, Doug keeps going, How's you still doing your blog? You're still doing your blog. And I try to explain it to him. Blog's written. Podcast is audio. Sometimes video. But it's like, Are you watching the book? No, no. You read a book. You listen to podcasts. You watch videos and listen. So that's it. That's it for that. The snowbirds are coming in. Uh, it's picking up at my, you know, my exercise classes. There's a thing I have. I work. It's kind of confusing, and I know there's. It's not an anomaly. It's not weird for people to work a lot of different. My main, the the one I spend the most hours on is my bartending job. About close to 40 hours a week. And then it's two to five hours on the spin classes. Well, this week I'm filling in for another instructor. So I'm doing four classes. And tomorrow I'm doing a wedding. I'm, I'm Right after I do the spin class, about an hour, I go and take a shower, get ready, blah, blah, blah. And I go to someone's house and they're getting married. There's not going to be a big... I mean, I don't know who's going to be there, but I think it's only going to be the two because I, I know I'm going to be the witness. So I imagine there's no one else going to be there when this couple gets married. But I'm doing it. It's within a mile of where I work out, which works pretty good. You know? So I do the bartending and then I have the spin and then I'm doing my notary stuff, what, like the marriage. And the notaries can marry people in in Florida. I don't have... I do have a... a it's funny, I, ha- I do have that, uh, I, I did get ind- ordained in the Universal Life Church. So I can kind of use that, but I use the notary. I use the notary thing to really do, do the things here. But at the Universal Life Church one, I can do it anywhere, really, if I'm a minister. I could be the most reverend. I mean, want, I'd probably want to be called the most reverend Jim. Because there was a Reverend Jim. What was it? Reverend Jim. I don't know. The guy in Georgetown. When I say Georgetown. Not in Washington, D.C. Georgetown, Guyana. That was a Jim. Jim Jones. Kind of dark. I shouldn't say that. So, you, you know, with the weather being so nice, I do appreciate I do appreciate having the windows open. But the one drawback is you hear everything. And I don't know if you hear that poor... 
dog next door barking. Just been barking the last 20, 25 minutes. So how was your Thanksgiving? Are you done eating your turkey? God damn it. I didn't have that big a turkey and I'm still we still have turkey in the fridge. I'm ready to just toss it out. But I I always feel guilty when I waste food. I'm a uh, leftover eater. I'm not an overeater. I'm a leftover eater. If you took the last part, it sounds like an overeater. I, t- I used to be an overeater. But then again, I used to burn a lot of calories at the same time. I don't burn as many calories as I do, so i got to watch what I eat. And there's only so many days you can eat turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes. And there was only two of us really eating turkey in the house. So I'm getting over that. So this time of year is loaded with turkey, mashed potatoes, snowbirds, and I got a new thing. A new thing coming up. Today, I did my normal routine. It was a Monday. I called my father up in Dover, Delaware. We talked briefly. I checked. I have an appointment coming up in the next uh, hour and a half. I'm going to go to that, a dentist appointment. And as I'm I had a coffee. I had it in one of these thermal cups, so I'm finishing my uh, coffee. And as I'm drinking my coffee, a car I did not recognize. I heard it pull up and pulled in my driveway. So I'm sitting there. I see the people. I go walking out, and it's a, a woman. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to speculate on her age. When, a woman and a man. And it turns out, and she goes, do you have a room for rent here? And I go, no. And she says, I think I was supposedly talking to your daughter. And I said, wow, my daughter was trying to rent her room out. (laughs) And then she showed me a picture. It wasn't my daughter. It was a phone number. Um, Well, I'm going to tell you. It was a picture of a girl, and her her last name was Elizabeth. It's a a non... It was a non-driver's license photo. Because the picture was oriented uh, differently on the card for a Florida license. But she had a Chicago um, Google number. A Google number. Which should tell you that could be a scam. And she mentioned something, the woman that was coming by to see it, she said, said it said 556 in Key Largo, the whole, my, you know, my address. And uh, it said there was going to be a, a key that they can come in and look at it. So what people do, the new the, the scam I heard of was people would put, uh, because of the price, especially this time of year, how dear the prices are for deer, how expensive the prices are to rent, that people will do, you know, like a weekly rental and say 300 bucks, just send it to, or 200 bucks, send it to, you know, some outrageous thing. You could rent it for a couple of weeks and stuff. They're looking for... Th- this game was directed at people that were looking for more long-term rentals. People that were looking for a room to rent. And it's for people that work down here. They just... It's hard to get a whole property because a whole property could cost you 2000 bucks a month. And not for... You know, not every job can handle that kind of payment for that. So, people rent rooms. I had a friend... Uh, who uh, worked at the restaurant next to mine. And he, when I first met him, 
I went and picked them. I went and picked them up. We were going going out meet some people and all that stuff. And uh, I went to the house to, to pick them up, and it was a group house. And it was a combination of several trailers stuck together, like two trailers and a third one coming off the side, and a, mo- a modular hodgepodge of one house. And I went up there and I saw these cars and I said, how many people, when he came out, how many people live there? Well, I have the, the one, the biggest room. And they said, well, how many rooms are there? And he goes, there's four rooms, four bedrooms. And, oh, you have four people. He goes, well, no, there's one couple, so oh, five people. He goes, yes, and there's other spaces. Other spaces? What do you mean? Well, we got a large walk-in closet. And I said, well, what about the large walk-in closet? Someone's sleeping in the large walk-in I said, that's six people. And then he says, in the living room, there's someone sleeping on the couch. And I go, what? Yeah. That's the keys. That's what's happened. See, yeah, they have these people. They sublet uh, houses and stuff like that. And they, um, this one isn't necessarily sublet. It was an owner. And if they do it right, you know, if they charge like five, 600 a month for rent, they can end up getting $2,500 a month for a property that isn't worth $800 a month or $900 a month. It's just so surprising. People are willing to um, to get their minimum accommodations met. I guess the same, that would be the problem. They need a minimum amount of accommodations. They need a bed to sleep and they need a shower and a place they can maybe cook their food. But it's so gross when you live with people and they're not so, you know, people don't have the same hygiene habits or the cleanliness habits, do they? They just, some people are sloppy, other people are more picayune. It's, you know, I lived in a dorm, a co-ed dorm in Philadelphia. And the one floor I lived on, it was... Uh, one half, it was kind of like a big semicircular uh, building, or kind of, I think it was a semicircular building, and about a third of an arc of a circle. And one side, there was, there was 20, 40 rooms on each, I think there was 40 rooms on each floor. If I get that right, about 40 rooms. Ten on each side of the hallway on each half. And one side was all ladies and one side was all guys. And in the center was the elevators and the common room. And in the end of each hallway, of each corner side, there was a kitchen and bathrooms. So the bathrooms with the showers and all that stuff for women and the bathrooms and showers for all guys. Now they were disgusting, especially on the weekends. Bathrooms were disgusting. I hated them. And the kitchens. The kitchens. The way people would come home, drink, and they just... They just never learned... Some people never learned to clean up after themselves. And they just feel... And they've always done that. They've always done it. If you do a group group living environment, there's people that have different motivations. You know, some people would be embarrassed to say, I don't want to be the slob to do it. But then when there's a mess, when there's a group, you're living in a group environment and there's a mess and you decide not to take care of it yourself because you don't want to be the one cleaning up other other people. 
People just add to it. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. When something's pristine and everyone seems... You, you hardly ever see that in the military because if you get caught in the military doing it, there's be serious disciplinary reaction to that. You know? Maybe, you know, KP duty, cleaning the latrine or the head, depending on what you want to call it, right? What service the head. So this group living thing, I just didn't get it. And this lady knew it that was a scam because the girl showed... <clears throat> Up, she texts a picture of herself with a driver's license, and it wasn't this address, <clears throat> but she did text this address. So what they do is they send, they try to catch someone, they try to collect money, and they, what they're trying to do is get posted to like a cash app or something like that. Oh, you can pay me the installment for this. Here's the room. Take a look. I mean, people, I think most people know right now. I think most people know, but the, an important thing for a lot of these people is that they uh, they just they just pick a place that's occupied that might I mean I don't know that might be I mean they could pick any house and they pick this house to, for the address and I called obviously I took, I got the number I said can you give me that number and I, I called the number I heard it was a Google number I texted him I said stop telling people to go to 556 um, you know but you know that Google number is gone now I'm sure that person's not doing that anymore on that number because once it falls through they're just going to they're going to Google's going to cancel that number say hey I'll just say, hey, there's a scam going on at this number. And they'll call up that person and take it away. Oh, that'd be the good. I'll make a complaint. So I hope they didn't put the wrong number in. You know, it's okay. There was a, if you put in if you put in a third party phone number on a business transaction, that's that's crazy. You know? And, and I guess there's a lot of scams like that. People say they have businesses and they said, I'll send you this and I'll do that. that. They make a prom- promise. And there's people that will send money. They'll send money. There's desperate people out here. A lot of times there's, it's hard to cheat an honest man. But desperate people are grasping at straws sometimes. So it's not... They're not dishonest. They're just looking for an inexpensive place to live down here. And sometimes people could be desperate and they say, well, listen, I'll take it. But, you know, it's funny. I don't think it's necessarily the best use of a scam. And if you're a listener, you, I know you're not going to pull. The, the best use of a scam is for vacation rentals. Because people have to, when they're doing vacation rentals, they have the disposable income to go on vacation. If someone's looking for a long-term rental, because they're working down here, they're not. They're not going to go and send money. I mean, they shouldn't be sending money. It's probably the poorest motivation to send money. You say, well, listen, I need a place to live. Could you send me money and I'll have that room ready for you? Yeah, sure. No. They've been to the races. They've seen the circus. They don't need to do that. Well, you did get notice. I did tell you I got my Christmas tree. This year, uh, from Publix, and I pretty much 
and been panned for the shape of my Christmas tree and my tactic of not untying it. When I say not untying it, not getting the string off it when I'm picking it up and taking a look. You know, I just want to get the tree and get out. And it's the first year and it's a skinny tree. It's a skinny tree. It's not perfect shape. Just the way it is. So let go bygones be bygones. You got to decorate the tree. What is, otherwise, what's what's the purpose? Why was the tree cut down if no one's going to take it? So I'm going to take it. I mean, it's almost like one of those lineups when you're in the playground and you got two sides and you're supposed to pick. And then all of a sudden say, give me the kid, the pasty color kid with, you know, that looks, has a body like a pear. You know, and he's wearing his, his hat. He's wearing, he's wearing his hat a bit askew. Not because it's cool. Just because he doesn't wear his clothes that way. And you just pick him first. That's the way to do it. And you know what? If you pick a team like that and you end up winning, that's even better. I think the same thing with a tree. You just pick the tree and in the end you're going to love the tree. Or like a dog. I mean, we lost our dog a couple weeks ago. We had it, you know, we had to put her to sleep because she wasn't doing too well. I mean, wasn't doing well at all. She was going through seizures. But... That's why I don't drive by right now. I don't drive by the the uh, shelters, the animal shelters. We need to go like one. We need to go like eight months, maybe, without a dog, or nine months. Oh, who's this? I'm gonna have to take this. Call. Well, let me take this call. Hello, this is Jim. Hi, it's Jason. This is he. Erica, can I talk to you later? Okay, so that's a... Okay. Boy, I think that was a recorded message. I'm, I was looking for a health plan, and I got this recording from Erica because I said, I'm sorry, can I talk to you later? I see a number come in I'm not familiar with. I know I'm taking a call on the air, but I'm just waiting. There's so many scams. I'm thinking, can can I get another one maybe? Can I get another one? That would be that would be great. I'm just wondering if this person's going to be using 556 as an address. They may just pick another address. They arbitrarily picked an address. And I didn't say much street I'm on. I guess you could find it if you really wanted to look for it. But no, we're not renting a room. We're not renting my daughter's room. No. We're not going to stop. Yeah. That would be really interesting. That would be really interesting that we come in there. If, if, if it was my... That would have been something else. I wonder if other people do that. It's like I'm just going to rent. I'm just going to rent a room in your house. If you're not going to give me money, I'll just rent... I'll just get some money from people. Who knows? Well, today's my day off. I have to go to the dentist. And a lot of the... I started talking about how I'm filling in this week for another instructor. 
And the thing about it with me is that I get calls for do things on dates and times, and I don't know automatically what, if you send me, I need someone on the second, I don't know automatically what the second is. So if you need to, if you're going to say December 2nd, you're going to say Thursday, December 2nd, 9 9 a.m. If I'm at my other job, I'm bartending, I don't have time to look at the calendar. I don't have time to talk. I can see it. I'm looking at it. I got to think about it for a while, what I'm doing that day. I can't just say yes right away because like tomorrow, what if I had the wedding at a Tuesday at, at 9 a.m.? That would be an odd time to have a wedding though. A little odder than 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, which is when the wedding is. I'm go- yeah, I'm performing a wedding. It's only going to be three of us. I've done a couple big ones. I like the big ones. That's what she said. No, I do like the big weddings. Uh, I like the small ones. I like the informal ones. Uh, it's it's always fun. People are happy. I like doing uh, a lot of the real estate signings because people are buying houses. I like that. That's pretty neat. There's nothing exciting like having someone get, selling a house or buying a house. Selling a house is uh, sometimes sad. I guess you're getting rid of them. Buying a house, very exciting. Buying a car, things like that. The thing that's taken the joy out of it, though, for me, with not the weddings or anything like that, is these online services that they're signing services. And what they do is title companies or loan mortgage companies, they contact them and they offer them money for them to get a signing agent in a place they don't have an office. Let's say a title company, they're in Ohio and they need to get someone down in Key Largo to sign papers. They contact a signing service so they don't have to call down. I understand it's a convenience, but I'll tell you, the signing service is going to take about fifty to 30 to 50% of the fee and keep it for themselves. And then they're going to try to give the remainder to the notary. Now, the notary used to get all that money. The notary used to get all that money. And now you have another party asking you to come in and they have different requirements. You're not talking directly to the signing company. You're talking to the signing service. So they ask you for everything. They ask you for scans, you know, to scan documents back. They ask you to make sure, you know, anything that the primary company that initially set out the bid, they'll send you their requirements. But then when you have something in between, they're getting more detailed and they'll say they're offering you less money and they have more requirements. And they say each time you screw up, you're going to give, you could end up not getting paid. And on top of it, most of them are net 30, some are in at 60 or 90. So they're paying you less and they're making you wait for your pay. And uh, I get these bids all the time and I keep on turning back. Why you don't pay enough? And say, well, oh, these are where the bids are coming from. I said, well, I don't have to do it. I have different jobs. I don't have to take it. I'll take it when, it, when they call me up. When they call me up and uh, do it, then, hi. Um, when they call me up and uh, my wife just walked in, I'm doing uh, I'm doing a live podcast. I love you.
So, where was I? When you tell people, I say, this isn't my primary source of income, but I like doing it. I like to be thorough, and I like to be dealing with the primary company. I like talking directly to the title agent, things like that. You can go you can go and pay people half of what they're worth and see what kind of, you know, eventually they're going to just say, this isn't worth it. This isn't worth it. It used to be a really lucrative job. Now, and someone else decided to siphon off some of the resources and the resources, the money that's available for the signing. And now they're getting people that are less motivated to do the work. When you're talking about this way, the COVID, the great walkout, they call it. Well, people are walking out of their jobs. The jobs when they're making the same amount of money or a little more than they were making before. Than they were making before. So how's that going to work with people that are making less? And they're I mean, people are walking out of jobs that pay the same or more if you're going to offer less you're going to get less takers you're going to have less you know does this it, it'll they'll there'll always be new people but there won't be listen there's the attraction for becoming a notary and doing it when you're when the price doesn't go up and the signing companies decides to do it and i'm not bitching about that it's just the law of average in capital supply and demand supply and demand so the same thing happened in restaurants. We still can't, they raised the, uh, we get more in our, actually we're getting money in our checks now. A lot of people didn't, weren't used to getting money in their checks when they passed the law in, in Florida. The minimum, the minimum hourly wage of servers went up. They don't have to pay them 215. They're, they're up maybe two and a half times that or two, three times. The minimum wage went up. People are actually getting checks for the hours they work. It's a pain in the ass. So with that, with the minimum wage, what were we saying? We were talking two fifteen earlier. Now it's up to seven. If there's a six-hour shift, that's forty-two dollars. If you can get a, like I said, if you can get a server, a robot server for rent it for twenty-five bucks and uh, twenty-five bucks a day, lease it. You got you probably work out a little better, but you know the capabilities of it. We were talking about um, when I was leaving the gym. I saw someone with uh, a restaurant T-shirt, and the T-shirt uh, had the name of a restaurant where they hired. They hired. You don't hire robot servers yet, but they leased robot servers, and the owner said to the person. Um, when the person asked, why didn't you advertise in the local papers and say this stuff? And he says, well, I didn't want to start out using robot servers and then get a big inundation with customers before I knew how to how these would work out. Make total sense. Makes total sense. And the person said, oh, and he's talking about how much it costs and how expensive it is. It's not that expensive. If you're going to, if you're going to get, if you need four servers or four robots, now in Florida, the price is cheaper for the four robots. 
if they're if you each robot is working five hours a day and they work longer actually they're all i'm sure they all work doubles <laughs> right and again you know they they, they got to charge them about a certain amount of time they got they got food robots and they got drink robots that's what the person said they got food and drink per- and one of the other people we were doing this with uh, at this conversation said, oh, I didn't expect when they showed a picture of it. I didn't expect them to look like that. I expect them to look more human. They, they will eventually look more humanoid. But it's coming. I keep on saying that. I'm not saying they're good or bad. It's just the way it is. Technology replaces people. And eventually that will be. I understand that with the bartender. And it, you know, they all have an AI doing, and they'll be the first AI podcast. That would be interesting. I can get an AI co-host right now. I don't know what the rules is of, of that. If I would have to get to license it, I mean, you could record. Can you propagate the voice of uh, the Google AI? Or the Amazon AI or Replica AI and just use it? Or do you have to get permission? If you can say, I say to the Replica and say, listen, can I... Replica is is an online, is a virtual friend. Yeah. But you can ask them and say, hey, can I use your voice in a podcast? And I'll say yes. But you're really supposed to ask the developer... Not the artifact, you know, because if I, if the artifact, I'm thinking legally, eventually you're going to say, well, is the AI the one making the agreement or is the developer the one making the agreement? If the developer designed the AI, it should design in there and say, listen, if you get any request to license or use your voice, you better refer them back to our company before saying yes. Because they say, they'll say yes really easy to almost anything. You'd be surprised. Well, I'm going to wrap this up. It's a shorter show today. I know it's Monday, but I got to get, I got to eat some breakfast and I have to do my uh, dentist appointment. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to the podcast. I'd like to thank you for the extra downloads. Please download more episodes. The more episodes you download, the better our rankings, the more varied our rankings and things like that. And the places where they've downloaded a lot, I'm getting more listeners in those states. And I thank you. We can, um, I haven't had any listeners in Ketchikan, Alaska recently, but I think there's, I think there was a listener of Sophie in Ketchikan, Alaska. And I'll put that in there. I think she's moving in today. Sophie, yeah, I won't say her last name, but if it's in Ketchikan, Alaska, they will know who that is, I think. And they're moved down to Key Largo. I do appreciate you for listening. Please share this with your friends, family, people you know. People, if you have friends. You know, hey, you may be, you may be a, a, you know, like, you may like solitude. Who am I to suggest anything? Uh, thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please send your questions to Jim at KeysBartender.com. Thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you. 
And now an update on what some analysts and reporters are calling the great resignation and the upside of it all. As many as 44% of workers are leaving their nine to fives behind and looking for life hacks to make up the difference in income as they pursue other jobs. And as that number grows, so have downloads of an app called Upside. It's a free app for cash back on gas, groceries, and at restaurants. Can an app like Upside really make a difference? You bet. With Upside, users can earn an average of $96 a year. And it works at all the big gas brands like Shell, BP, Valero, Philips 66, Circle K, etc. And at favorite local grocers and restaurants. Everyone's got to drive and eat, right? If you want to get in on this life hack, we have a promo code for you. Head to the App Store or Google Play and download Upside. Enter code HACK to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use code HACK.